the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Uh, they have a great point-of-sale program. What is that? That's where you don't have to have a cashier or somebody to check out your customer. It's just like the big guys do. It's, it's designed for small markets, neighborhood grocery stores, liquor stores, things like that. Super easy to use, inexpensive, costs about the same as an old-style cash register. Uses You can use an iPhone app to add and change your uh, product pricing without being in the store. Delivery, installation, and training is provided by Southwest Point of Sale Specialist. Unlimited technical support provided to uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week if you're open. Comes complete with a uh, barcode reader, cash box, printer. Call 800-540-2149. All right, this hour is going to be eventually San Diego Air and Space Museum Radio. They just... Weren't able to put it together quick enough. Uh, but, hey, it's going to be a great one-hour show about our fabulous, fabulous museum. And and, and kind of their, their mantra is preserve, inspire, educate, and celebrate. Uh, and they, if you've never been, it's just amazing because they preserve significant artifacts of air and space history and technology that is mind-boggling. Uh, they inspire excellence in science technology, engineering, and mathematics, which is awesome for the kids. And speaking of kids, they educate the public about the historical and social significance of an air and space technology, and they engage its promise for the future. Lots of kids go to the go there. It's, they've got tons and tons of training and educational programs. They celebrate aviation and space flight history. Uh, they have displays on, on the wall. I mean, they've got the Spirit of St. Louis in the lobby. They've got a great Tuskegee Airmen um, uh, or display. And if you have never heard of them, I'm not going to tell you about it. You're going to have to go check it out. Also, aviation history is truly a remarkable story, and it all unfolds at the Air and Space Museum. Your journey through the history of flight begins as you stand beneath a model of the Montegolfer brothers' hot air balloon of 1783, the first manned vehicle in record history to break the bonds of gravity and lift humans off the earth. Also, rare specimens of aircraft suggest the excitement of air combat in World War One gallery. You can marvel at the entertaining and dangerous antics of the barnstormers of the 1920s and the golden age of flight, which is amazing. Plus, mint condition aircraft in mint condition in a mint condition museum, a Spitfire, a Navy F-6F Hellcat, an A-4 Skyhawk, and these beautifully restored airplanes help you appreciate and the increasingly complex technology represented in the classic military aircraft of World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. They have a restoration department downstairs, bar none, probably one of the best in the world 
when it comes to restoring these these beautiful planes. Uh, the museum display of space age technology likes they like to desire the journey into the stars may never be finished for it represents an adventure which the human race has truly just begun. There is an off-site location that you may not be even be aware of, but if you take a drive over to Gillespie Field, there is a small. It started as a small one hangar uh, facility, uh, and it's annexed at the at the uh, Gillespie Field has grown to become an integral part of the museum's aircraft restoration and replica reproduction department. Uh, it, it's it's staffed mainly by volunteers. The facility has produced some of the museum's finest work. Of local significance is a Corvair F-102A Delta Dagger, recently completed restoration at the annex. This aircraft was built in San Diego at Convair's Lindbergh Field plant in the mid-50s. You may not know it, but this town was huge when it came to aircraft. There's also a low-speed wind tunnel. San Diego Air and Space Museum has entered a new age, expanding its horizon into the field of research and technology. And in March of 2006, the museum acquired the former General Dynamics low-speed wind tunnel at San Diego's Lindbergh Field. And this facility is now known as the San Diego Air and Space Technology Center wind tunnel, creating another first in the museum's unique history. You know, and a little history on the museum that you may not be aware of. San Diego has one of the richest aviation heritages of any city in the country. Convair, home of such famous aircraft as the B-24 Liberator, which I had the honor to fly in, the PBY Catalina was founded here. Ryan Aeronautical, home of the Lindbergh Spirit of St. Louis, was located here as well. North Island Naval Air Station is the home of Naval Aviation, much of that knowledge is captured and conveyed through the San Diego Air and Space Museum, a major institution unique to the region and one of the uh, preeminent aviation museums in the nation. Many local residents, including Preston M. Sandy Fleet, son of the founder of Consolidated Aircraft and Captain Noble R. Richardson, U.S. Navy, believed the love affair with flight that began for San Diego in 1910 should be shared with the world. So they took their ideas and enthusiasm to a group of prominent San Diego businessmen, including T. Claude Ryan and Joseph Jessup. And the San Diego Air and Space Museum was established October 12, 1961. When the articles of incorporation submitted by the nonprofit Citizens Committee were approved, by the state of California. And when the idea was presented to then Mayor Charles Dale, he recommended the vacant food and beverage building in Balboa Park as the ideal location, and the city council approved the recommendation. Well, Charles Brown was selected as the museum's first executive director and worked untiringly to make the dream a reality. And on February 15, 1963, the San Diego Aerospace Museum opened its doors for the first time. Although small in number, the items on display on their opening day was impressive. They included a a reproduction of the Navy's first seaplane, the Curtis A-1, a 1929 Fleet Model 7, the original rocket engine from a Bell X-1, and an extensive collection of artifacts relating 
to John J. Montgomery. The museum was immediately a success. And in the first 16 months of operation, almost a half a million visitors entered the museum. And on March 15, 1964, the International Aerospace Hall of Fame was established to honor aviation and aerospace pioneers. The museum's collection has grown at an incredible rate, and an additional space was needed. So by the summer of 65, the museum had to move to the larger electric building nearby. In addition to increased display area, the new museum board of a library and archives, and during uh, the electric building period, the museum acquired many notable aircrafts, including a flying replica of Lindbergh Spear to St. Louis, which is in the lobby, as I mentioned. It quickly became clear, however, that the electrical building would soon be too small to house the growing collection. However, and the museum set its sight on a future expansion. Well, throughout the 70s, the museum negotiated with the city to move into the historic Ford building, where it is today. And this has also been put on the National Registry of Historic Places in 73. The Ford building had an an illustrious past, but had fallen into disrepair. The city council believed that the building could be returned to its past glory with some work and a new paint job. Well, when a federal grant for $2.64 million was granted in 77, which is a lot of money today, the city approved the museum's move. And before the move could take place, however, the electric building and most of its content were destroyed by a devastating fire on February 22, 1978. More than 50 aircraft, the IAHF, and the museum's extensive artifact and archival collections were consumed in a matter of minutes. And that was before we had fire extinguishers. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, got a whole lot more right here on Yak Radio with Dave Saul. FM 961 AM 1170, the answer. All right, folks, welcome back to San Diego Air and Space Museum Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, the answer. Uh, Next month, on the second Sunday of the month, we will be airing San Diego Air and Space Museum Radio. So this is just kind of a preview of a little history of the museum just to get get you kind of excited about next month. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, back in 1978, they had a massive fire and a lot of most of the museum's artifacts were burnt to the ground. And so the citizens of San Diego were so touched by the loss and the museum immediately began rebuilding. An Aerospace Museum Recovery Fund was formed and then Mayor Pete Wilson to raise the funds for the, for the effort. The board staff, volunteer corps, and members were with strong support from the community, worked to reconstitute the museum's collection in the Ford Building, where it's at today. The new museum, which opened on February 22, 1980, held 25 aircraft, including a replica of the Spirit of St. Louis. A large aircraft restoration facility was opened in the facility's basement, which is still there to this day. And with the help of the public, the library and archive collection was reconstituted. In April of 1993, the International Aerospace Hall of Fame merged with the museum. As the museum had grown in membership and attendance each year, its holdings, exhibits, and other programs have also increased. A new education department was established to expand the museum's educational and outreach program. The education department now offers lectures, 
school in the park, family day, ground school, a new classroom, and a wide variety of special activities. The museum, library, and archive houses one of the most extensive collections of aerospace-related books and archival material in the country. Including in the collection are tens of thousands of books, aircraft, and equipment manuals, personal and organizational papers, and more than 2 million images and videos of important importance to the aviation history. As the museum uh, continued to grow in the 1980s, an annex was opened at Gillespie Field in El Cajon just to house additional and larger aircraft and to provide additional collection storage space. In addition to some restoration efforts, their aircraft are on display for air shows and tours. 2006, the museum acquired the low-speed wind tunnel near Lindbergh Field, where companies and individuals test their equipment and students can study aerodynamics. Also in 2006, the museum's name changed to San Diego Air and Space Museum to better reflect its mission and collection. In 1986, the museum became the first aero-themed museum to be accredited by the American Association of Museums. And it's now a Smithsonian affiliate. The California legislation voted to declare the museum California's official air and space museum and education center. Because of San Diego's contribution to aviation and aerospace history and technology, it is only fitting that the museum is now recognized as one of the country's premier aerospace museums. A little bit about the Ford building. You know, a lot of people, are, they look at it, but they don't really know that much about it. But but when everything seems to be going against you, remember, the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it, according to Henry Ford. So, welcome to Wheels to Wings, an online exhibit at the San Diego Air and Space Museum. Wheels to Wings celebrate and present the fascinating history of the only remaining 1930s Ford Motor Company exposition building out of the five original built. From a modern art success to being considered a white elephant and now the home of the San Diego Air and Space Museum, the Ford building has a storied history. For the first time, a uh, concise, well-reserved history of San Diego's Ford building is presented in an online photo exhibit accessible to scholars, researchers, students, anyone interested in local uh, San Diego history. Presented uh, in an easy-to-read format with original pictures throughout, Wheels to Wings is the San Diego Air and Space Museum's first online exhibit. In conjunction with the uh, online exhibit, uh, San Diego Air and Space Museum is pleased to announce the new book publication, Wheels to Wings, San Diego Ford Building. This limited edition commemorative print written by the museum's library and archive staff and volunteers is, a f- is full of original photos, biographies, and an in-depth, well-researched history of the Ford Building. So you can get yourself one. You just got to go to... Uh, the, muse- the museum's website and take a look. So I'm really, really excited about having them on and, and doing an hour. We're going to do things like talk about, you know, it'll be an air, a place you'll find out about events. Sure, you can go to the website. I mean, we would definitely push you to the website. But we're going to talk about different events. We're going to actually bring in docents that uh, are the folks that's, that, that 
ha- handle the museum. They do tours. Uh, they answer questions. They're very, very knowledgeable about what the museum uh, has in store. Uh, they will take you on on tours. And there's also a really cool gift shop. You know, if you're looking for some gifts for somebody in the family that might be uh, aviation-oriented, uh, this would be a great place for you to uh, pick up, whether it be books, shirts, hats, trinkets, you name it. They've got it. Uh, they're always adding to the museum. And if you happen to be a family member out in San Diego County or elsewhere, and you have memorabilia that relates to San Diego's aviation history, then this would be a great place for you to donate your pro- your, your your goodies to the museum. And depending on what you what you uh, you offer them, there might even be an opportunity to have your name attached to the to the donation. Everything from one thing that they're really interested in getting a hold of is World War II uh, uh, pilot uh, jackets, you know, the ones with the got logos on the back, names of the of the planes that they've flown. Uh, that type of history is very, very rich, and there's a lot of families that live in San Diego that had loved ones that fought and flew uh, in World War II, the Korean War and Vietnam War, that could uh, that have, you know, all this type of stuff in their house. But what are you going to do with it? Let's get the world to see it. And one of the ways to do it is to donate it to the museum. They'll make a really nice display or add it to a collection that they have there. And I, I'm telling you, if it, and, and by the way, the third Tuesday of the month, all museums are free in the park. You can also buy a pass to get you into all the museums. But we really need to, to preserve the history of museums. And Air and Space is one of them. And if you haven't been there, I'm just telling you, you it's going to take you a while to hoof through it, but it'll be worth every minute of it. It's very well laid out. The history is it's audible as well as, you know, you read, read placards and there's photos and there's every kind of uh, aviation pin, uh, uniforms, uh, you name it. There's displays that kind of reenact what it looked like in World War One and World War Two, as far as what you would see in a, in a base, uh, whether you're in the war or not in the war, and some pretty cool planes hanging from the ceiling. Uh, PSA is even in there, if you can believe that, if you, any of you folks that have been around San Diego long enough that remember PSA. Uh, they have a great display with... Uh, you know, pilots' uh, uniforms and stewardesses' uniforms. It's it's just really it's just really a cool place if if you've uh, never been, uh, and it's well worth taking the family in, or if you've got relatives or friends coming into town and you've got nothing really else to do, that's a great place to go. Uh, free parking. There's no charge for parking. Uh, the the price to get in is very reasonable. Just go online. And you can get all that information as well. Uh, I, I, I'm so excited about having the show on it. Because one of the things that I'm looking forward to, I want to get the docents in here. And these are the folks that study and, and are, are aviation enthusiasts. And a lot of them are up in age, I have to tell you. There are a lot of them are over 70 years old. And we're always looking for more docents to come in. And if you don't really know that much about the aviation history 
but you like to talk to people and you like to interact, the museum will teach you everything you want to know so that you'll be well knowledgeable. And the beauty of it is if you don't have the answer, there's a million ways you can go about getting those answers. So the museum uh, show will be the second Sunday of every month. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Jim Kendrick uh, is the uh, the curator down at the museum. I think he's a curator. He's well, he's the big dog. You know, he used to be a pilot himself. He's extremely passionate uh, about aviation and space. They're constantly uh, honoring past uh, pilots and folks that have, are instrumental in the aviation community. They also have an opportunity, if you want to hold an event, whether it be a birthday party, anniversary, or what have you, you know, they've got a beautiful area that in the center of the museum that it's very well done, and it'll accommodate an awful lot of people. So look forward to hearing that. Like I said, it's uh, it'll start the second Sunday of the month, next month. I'll probably have to look at my calendar because I can tell you exactly the date that would be. Just mark your calendar. And then what will happen after the show is over, uh, then the the show will then be uh, archived at the Air and Space Museum's website. So April the 10th will be the next airing of this show, and it'll be live, and we'll have some great guests, some great topics uh, so I highly recommend you mark your calendar. And again, if you miss it, then you can always go to the, to the website and they'll be able to, uh, fill you in and you can listen to all of the shows. All right. I'm going to do a couple of car reviews coming up next. I'm going to talk to you about the 2022 Hyundai Tucson PHEV, which is a plug-in hybrid. And then back that up with a 22 infinity QX 50, uh, sensory all-wheel drive so stay tuned you're listening to yak radio with dave stall on fm 96.1 am 11:70. the answer all right folks hey welcome back to yak radio with dave stall fm 96.1 am 11:70. the answer this segment's brought to you by san diego propane if you live out in east county and you're in dire need of propane service nobody does it better than san diego propane go to st hyphen propane.com get away from the big guys go to a family-owned and operated business great customer service and tell dave that uh, i sent you 619-460-1705 or just go to sd-propane.com and if you're looking for good quality automotive repair west escondido auto and trans you see them all over town four locations map auto care asc certified AAA approved they're all over the county from north to central. Uh, they've got it all. WestAutomotiveGroup.com. Just click on the uh, website to find a store near you. South Bay Auto House. They're down in Chula Vista. Hey, it's worth the drive, especially if you have a Mercedes-Benz that's looking for service. These guys are amazing. They've been doing this for over 25 years. And let me tell you, they have really got their act together. They can take care of all of your Mercedes-Benz needs, uh, parts, service, sales. They have pre-owned Mercedes. If you're getting ready to trade yours in, you want to get more money out of it, take it down to uh, South Bay Auto House. They'll give you a screaming deal. Talk to Gary or Rick. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. 
Go to www.autohouse, that's H-A-U-S, southbay.com, and they will seriously take care of you. And last but not least, Bumper Dock Santee, 8711 Magnolia Street, right there in Santee. Scratches, dings, and dents. These guys, family-owned and operated, really take super care of you. Got a chipped windshield, got a foggy headlight. Hey, the headlight's five-year guarantee. How can you beat that? Bumper Dock Santee. Go to SanteeBumperDock.com. And, uh, oh, yeah, San Diego Gear and Axle. Got any kind of underdrive problems? Four-wheel, two-wheel, doesn't make any difference. Steve is the man. He does drag racing, circle track. He does it all. Off-road racing. I mean, when it comes to uh, undercarriage, nobody knows it better than Steve. Go to SDGearAxle.com, SDGearAxle.com. All right. Well, I'm in a Tucson plug-in hybrid, uh, and I've been. It's a limited, and I've been in it now for almost a week. And I got to tell you, Hyundai just really, really, really did an amazing job with this car. It's got a 1.6 liter four-cylinder turbocharged engine, and with the electric uh, hybrid system, it's got a total of 226 horsepower. And it, it's just, uh, I'm sorry, 261. Uh, this particular model's all-wheel drive. It's got a 33-mile electric range. And and then, of course, once it runs out of that, it'll flip to gas, which will give you 420-mile range. Comes with three trim level. Uh, you've got some really cool things like a hands-free tailgate. Uh, and you know one thing they did, and I didn't really notice it until I was doing the research and putting it on KUSI this morning, but it's got a hoodless dash. Now, you're probably wondering, what is a hoodless dash? Well, this is a dash. Normally, you'll they'll put a lip over the gauge cluster, and I guess they're keeping it kind of out of the limelight and the sun and, and all that. But this one doesn't have one. It's It's totally flush. And I thought about it. Once I once I realized it, and then once I drove home, it really was nice. Digital uh, gauges, and one of the best things about their gauge package is you turn uh, right, and the right uh, uh, cluster gauge uh, lights up a, a complete camera that goes down the whole left side of the car, and it'll illuminate from front to rear and out, so no one's going to sneak up on you, whether it be a bicycle, another car. And then if you turn right, same thing. goes all the way down the right side. Just an amazing, you know, really an amazing uh, uh, system. I think, personally, every car should have that uh, as a safety feature. It'll sure keep you from, uh, you know, hitting bicyclists and or having people that are passing you on the left, you know, colliding with them. It's got a really super easy phone charger. And that's another thing, too. There was a time when it was pretty hard to... You know, link up your cell phone with a car. Not on this one, man. It did it immediately. As far as comfort goes, you know, I say this all the time. If you're not comfortable when you first get in the car, you know, it could be an issue. Not with this one. Boy, I tell you, you it's super comfortable, easy to adjust, power driver's seat, uh, heated seats, heated steering wheel, uh, and I think the rear seats also are heated, but maybe on the outboard side. I'm not sure. Because I've got so many cars I'm testing. This one has a remote start. 
And here's something that's really quite interesting. And and, and you're going to have to decide if this is something you like or, or, or don't. But it has got a remote park. Now, what does that mean? Well, what you do is you pull up to a, dry, a parking spot, whether it's in a parking garage or if it's in a parking lot. And, you know, because you know the parking spaces are just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's crazy. Well, what they've done is they've allowed you to get out of the car, you uh, lock it, and then you hit the button on the on the cluster, and it starts the car. And once it starts, then you have a button on your key fob that you can move the vehicle forward, or you can back the vehicle up. Uh, and talking to Liz this morning on KUSI, she was telling me that she has to keep getting in and out of her car to make sure it fits because she's got so much stuff in the garage. Well, if she had this on her car, she'd be able to just walk alongside it and making sure it goes in and parks perfectly. Uh, the only downside to it, if I was going to say there is any kind of a downside, is if you're in a parking structure and you have a really tiny parking place and you just want to put it in there, you might irritate the person on the left or the right because once you've pulled yours in and there's no room for you to get in and out of, that means they're not going to have any room to get in and out of. So I wonder if I would use it sparingly, maybe probably more so at your home than anywhere else. But it's a great feature. It does not turn the wheels, so it has to be straight. And you can, as long as you're walking alongside it, it'll it'll creep along. And it turns on emergency flashers, uh, and it'll even make noise when it's backing up. But it's 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 a it's a great great feature. I have to tell you, you know, it might not be something you'd use every day. Uh, fuel mileage: I got thirty eight miles per gallon, along with the electric and uh, the gas gas engine, which can't ask for anything better than that. Uh, it's got uh, it has a starting price. As low as twenty nine three fifty, the one I was testing was forty two seven hundred, which tons of safety features, lane departure. If it told me to take a break once, it told me to take a break like twelve times, and that's because I have a tendency to drift every once in a while. So this vehicle was making me alert of the fact. It's got a great sound system. What else have I got that I, I might have missed? Uh, it just looks good. It's got a great styling. Second row seats fold fold down. So your back uh, storage area is insane. I mean, you, you'd be, I mean it's just crazy how much, you, uh, how much gear you can get in the back of that. Uh, got a 4.4 out of 5 from the Kelly Blue Book, which is huge. And it got five out of five for Edmonds. So the media folks love it. I liked it. Uh, and I guess, like I said, the price is right. Uh, I charged mine up uh, in the house with a level two charger. And it took me three and a half hours, you know, which wasn't bad at all. I mean, it came to a full charge. Uh, my charger shut itself off once the car was totally charged. So it wasn't like I was, you know, like I was wasting uh, charge. Uh, the driving of it was fine. I had no blind spots. Uh, had great visibility. Uh, had uh, 
just just a really really comfortable comfortable vehicle whether it be you know the spare tire uh how I mean, spare tire what am i talking about spare tire whether i had you know was out on the road depending on the traffic situation it, it just really really was a good car you could lease his vehicle and the other thing that's really great and you all know this because when you talk hyundai and that's the warranty 10 year hundred thousand mile uh bumper to a powertrain and a five-year 60,000 mile bumper to bumper i mean how in the world could you beat that and if you buy the service contract from the hyundai dealer you can bump that base warranty from 560 to 10 year 100,000 miles it's just an all-around great car Uh, the tucson is basically all new it's got a great look it's got great styling great custom wheels on it like i was saying three trim levels so you can sort of pick and choose, you know, what it is that, that you're, uh, what you're looking for. You can get the base uh, Tucson uh, if you, or if you're so inclined. Uh, but it's it's just between Hyundai. I think Hyundai has just done a, a stellar job uh, with their new vehicles coming out. They are definitely are, are interested in in green energy innovations. And they're developing a next-generation transportation platform, which, you know, they're looking for a more sustainable future. So I think the future is bright for Hyundai. This is going to be a great platform for either all-electric. It'll be a great platform for uh, self-driving. I mean, it's just because we're going to need a vehicle this size. You know, you're not going to get any smaller. And I don't know if you need it any, any bigger, if you want my honest opinion. Uh, but yeah, it's it's right up there. It uh, all-wheel drive is standard. When's the last time you've seen that? Uh, it's got a CVT transmission. Some people like that. I didn't have an issue with it whatsoever. It shifted just fine uh, for me. They're pushing uh, the corporation to be carbon neutral by 2045, which is you know a great uh, goal. Uh, now we just got to get everybody else in the world to do the same thing, and and then I think we could achieve uh, what we're looking for. Uh, again, you know, tons of colors. You've got phantom black, deep sea, shimmering silver, Amazon gray, which is what I had, quartz white, phantom black, with uh, three interiors or two interiors, black and gray. Very very well done. Very well done indeed. So if you're looking for a two-row SUV for the family uh, with a great warranty and a great price and a lot of great features, because that's one thing about Hyundai, you know, there's not a lot of bells and whistles. You get them in the level that you're looking for, and you whatever level you want is going to have the different levels of of features, and of course it'll uh, accord with the price of the vehicle. So my personal opinion, if you're going to do it. Go all out. Get the limited. It's got everything you could ever want. So take a look if you're into Hyundai's. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I got another review for you right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Saul, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. The segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair. John has two locations, actually. Actually, he's got three. I found one the other day, and he does a lot of classic cars, which is kind of cool. 
But uh, this particular facility is at 7447 University Avenue in La Mesa. But you can go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com, and you can find both his locations. And if you're looking for good quality service, he's AAA approved, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified. And to get any of those criteria, it takes a little bit of work. You know, you have to be a top notch shop, which he is. And the other thing that's cool, too, is if you have your car worked on at John's and say you're deciding to leave California, well, your warranty's good for three years or 36,000 miles anywhere in the United States. All you need to do is go to a Napa Auto Care Center and tell them that you had the work done on it at John's shop. Even if you don't have your paperwork, they can contact John and, and get it all taken care of for you and give you a good quality peace of mind that you're dealing with somebody that's that's legitimate and and does a great job also i always like helping working with people that do the right thing and john gives back to the boys and girls club of east county like nobody i've ever seen so if you're looking for good quality work check out john's automotive import repair just go to john's with an s san diego auto repair.com all right. I was also this week in the 2022 Infinity QX50 Sensory All-Wheel Drive. Now, this one's a little bit more expensive than the last review I just did. This one's going to run you about $53,650. Uh, mileage is, is not quite as good because it's not a hybrid. It's 22 city, 28 highway. A little bit more horsepower, two-liter, uh, four-cylinder, and I'm pretty sure it's turbocharged, which it is. 268 horsepower. It's got a continuous variable transmission. Uh, it's, but it's 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 a good little car. I mean, I, I mean, if you're an Infinity person or a Nissan person, then you know that's what you need. It's very roomy inside, considering the size. It's got lots and lots of storage space. Uh, it's got uh, semi-aniline leather seating. Uh, you get heated and cooled front seats and heat, uh, rear heat on the two outboard seats. Uh, the second row slides, reclines, and folds flat. This one's got a Bose 16-speaker uh, sound system, which is pretty, pretty good. Like I mentioned, 22 City, 28 Highway. I was able to get 31 out of it by kind of nursing it. You can get a base model um, of the QX50 for about thirty nine one fifty. So you know the price will move around depending on what it is you're looking for. I was a little disappointed that it didn't have a phone charger, um, but it did have a cavernous center console, which was nice. Has great instrumentation, and I, I like the two stack. Uh, instrumentation panel it's in the center stack where you got your nav on the top and then you have everything else below which is really kind of cool you never have to move off of your uh, navigation screen you know if you need to do climate or, or radio or or what have you for example these neither one of the cars that i had were set up for uh, daylight savings time so it was real easy to go into settings flip it to daylight hooked it up immediately so these these companies are getting better and better and better at 
connectivities and, and working with you, the consumer, to where there was a time it was pretty complicated to get, you know, really deep into the, you know, the vehicle to do any kind of changes at all. Uh, drove extremely well. Uh, it's got, again, tons of storage. Second row seats full flat. Got a lot of room in the back. Storage underneath the floor for those items. Like if you're going to go someplace to a concert or some kind of a, an event, you don't want to leave any of your uh, gear loose to, to the eyesight of the consumer. You know, you can go ahead and fold that in. Uh, I don't think I read someplace where, you know, it's getting a little bit long in the tooth, the QX50. Uh, but it, if it makes a change, it's coming. But I think it's gonna f- it'll flip to electric, which would be fine with me because I think that's it, it'll be a perfect vehicle for that platform uh, as far as driving goes and handling goes and visibility. Oh, by the way, it's got a pretty good sized sunroof. If you're so inclined, I'm not a sunroof guy per se, but if you like sunroofs, it's got a really really nice sunroof. It's considered a sport utility vehicle because it is a little on the sporty side. You've got different drive modes if you uh, need uh, everything from eco to sport to snow and mud. So if you do need something out on the out and about, it, it's it's really it's got it all. Uh, what else can I tell you about it other than the fact that uh, it's just great great color combinations. Uh, it's got a lot of, uh, you know, interesting LED headlighting, front and rear, which is really, really nice, especially at night. Uh, they really, you know, it's got a lot of kind of swooping and curves outside of it that just really makes it, it stand out. Uh, other than, and then, of course, on the inside, too. It's just It's just got a lot of great things, especially if you're a Nissan enthusiast. Now, of course, you know, this is the uh, you know the Cadillac of Nissan. You know, just like Ford's Lincoln and Cadillac is GM, and you know Lexus is this Toyota. Well, this this particular vehicle is the top end of uh, of Nissan. So they're at the dealerships. I don't think you'll have too much trouble getting them. I recommend you go to the website, go to Infinity.com. You can build your own. And the nice thing about that website is you can build it. It'll tell you the price, and then if it's a little bit higher than what you want to pay, you can go back in and readjust. Uh, I think it even gives you a payment program, whether it be leasing or buying it outright with a down payment, uh, or you know what have it, whatever it is that you're looking for. So, you know, it, I know people that have have got this particular vehicle, and they they really, really, really enjoy it. So. Need to go check that guy out. All right. Hey, long show today. Don't go anywhere because I've got you on a note coming up. Got a great interview with Zach Brown. And he's the CEO of McLaren Motorsports. He's brand new at the job, and he is overly excited. And McLaren's going to be doing some pretty interesting things this year as far as getting into different venues of, uh, of motorsports. Then Christian Barclay out of... Dallas, Texas, actually the outskirts of Dallas, Texas. She'll be reviewing a 2022 Infinity QX80. And then Brian Armstead, who lives in uh, on the East Coast and uh, right outside of D.C., uh, 
he'll be in the new Ford Raptor. So it'll be interesting to see what he has to say about what the new Ford Raptor has for us today. And because of lack of room, I had to squeeze a NHRA drag racing interview at the last segment uh, with Cruz Pendergon. And the, the great thing about that interview is if you listen to my racer radio show with Brittany uh, Sandoval, which is coming up after that show, uh, we interviewed a, a kid by the name of A.J. Bender, who's a local driver. And it, it was one of these rags to riches story. I'm not saying A.J.'s there yet, but uh, Cruz Pendergon was watching the uh, a sprint car race up at Ventura, and uh, A.J. won the event, and he was so impressed with how A.J. handled himself, how he drove, he got to meet the family, so it was really a, a cool interview. So you'll definitely want to hear that. And I threw it in there because maybe you don't all listen to motorsports. And then the last but not least, we've got uh, Gun Owners Radio. Now, you may not be into guns or gun ownership, but I think you need to listen to it because it's really probably, if I was to explain the show, it's more of a Second Amendment show if you want your second amendment rights to be yours and yours alone uh, there's a lot of great information as to how you, how you can help keep those amendments free uh, freedom of speech freedom to bear arms uh, all done right there on gun owners radio uh, by the way all these shows that you listen to from noon to six are all on a podcast platform. Whatever podcast you listen to, you can get them. Uh, we also archive the shows all over the place, just depending on where you know most of the advertisers that you hear are archiving the shows. And by the way, the advertisers are what keep us on the air. So if you're looking for a particular service and I happen to be talking about it on radio, it would be great if you would stop by and just thank them for what we do here at KCBQ. Uh, we are a conservative talk radio station, and you know we really care about your rights, and, 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 the, and, the, and we handpick all our sponsors, and hopefully you will uh, utilize their services. And if you have a moment, just thank them for uh, sponsoring the shows because, like I said, without it, then we wouldn't be able to talk about what we talk about. But I'm really looking forward to the next show with uh, Brian and Kristen Barclay. Uh, one of the reasons I, I've got those two, Kristen is is, is uh, married, kids. Brian is six foot nine, and not everybody could drive all the cars he can drive. And plus, he's very world renowned. He's on the uh, North America uh, new, uh, car and truck uh, jury, so he. And his colleagues choose the vehicles. I may not agree with every single thing that they that they pick, but he's still a plethora of automotive knowledge. So, all right, we're going to go ahead here and take a little break. And, of course, when we come back, there'll be a whole lot more right here on Yak Radio. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.